we're going to talk about whether or not sleepovers are for kids. Sleepovers. I have so many hot takes about this, but I want you to start so I don't dominate. Well, let's hot, let's do, make some definitions of terms here. So okay. we're talking sleepovers. We don't mean with grandma. We don't mean right. um, at the, at like an alternate caregiver that is a fam a close family member necessarily. Uh, we mean like maybe an uncle or an aunt would be we would call that a sleepover. But friends, people outside your home, outside your main family environment, sleepover, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, I, you you have lots of hot. To, you want me to go first? You know, because I don't want to be all doom and gloom. Okay. I don't want to be all doom and gloom. I, so I got, let me start by saying two things that kind of contrast, I think. Okay. Which is confusing. When I was growing up, I didn't have a lot of sleepovers, but I had I, like one one or two a month. Maybe that is a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, in the summertime, maybe a little more frequently in the school, in the school year, maybe not. Um, and I, as a kid, it was like the thing I was most excited about. I remember it very, very, like very, very detailed. I'd go to my mom and dad and be like, can I have a sleepover and wait with bated breath? And if they said yes, it was like, yeah, you go tell your friends, you're like, sleepover. And then, so like they were, I remember loving them as a kid, Mm -hmm. but also no exaggeration. Every bad decision that I made as a kid was at a sleepover. All of them. The first time I saw an R-rated movie, Mm -hmm. the first time I snuck out of the house, Mm -hmm. the first time I swore, um, the first time I played a video game I wasn't supposed to play. I literally, every like major decision I made uh, that was a bad choice, which I do think that kids should be able to make good and bad choices, Mm -hmm. was at a sleepover. And so from that perspective, as a parent now, I'm like, why would I let my kid do that? Yeah. See, I I agree with those things. I think people kind of come at this from a very backwards perspective. And it's also, it's similar to how we view child rearing in general, is that we say you're too young for a sleepover. If you're seven, you're too young for a sleepover. But in my opinion, the the prime age to do sleepovers, if you're going to do them, is seven to 10. After 10, once they're in middle school, only bad things are happening at yeah. sleepovers. This is when you start, you know, playing light as a feather, stiff as a board and getting scared all the time. This is when you're sneaking out of the house, when you're running over to Ben Geist's house across the street to see if he possibly has a crush on your friend at one o'clock in the morning. That didn't happen specically. No, and especially not that name. We don't, we don't dox people here. Yeah, definitely not. He's not a real person at all. (laughs) Definitely didn't go to my middle school. Anyway, um, the, those are when those kinds of things happen. And I agree with you that like, if you look statistically, children at the age of 11 are first exposed to pornography at a sleepover yeah 99 not 99% of the time but like huge percentages of the time that's where that's happening and it's and it happens at those older ages um so I think that people come at this at the wrong angle what was the worst thing that you remember about a sleepover the worst like what's going on yeah you know I I don't know you've got like the we so I think I think one of the biggest issues is that parents need to do a really good job of communicating if they are going to do a sleepover right mm-hmm. so like uh i think my mom usually did a good job of like calling the parents ahead of time mm-hmm. and being like hey are they going to be going to someone else's house or who else is going to be there that kind of thing but like there were sleepovers i went to and i was probably 13 12 13 years old where like 10 people showed up that the parent told my mom weren't going to be there and we were doing seven minutes in heaven oh there. Yeah, yeah, like all all kinds of that stuff, and yeah, it's you get it, you really get a glimpse into that family's lifestyle, and I don't think that the families are turning off who they are because they have a guest. Yeah, I think they almost lean into it more. So it's like, oh, we're cool, we're gonna let you watch this movie. Don't tell your parents. 
Yeah. You just got to be careful. So I think communication is, is important. What's the, you asked the worst thing I did? Yeah. That, that probably, or like TPing, yeah, TPing houses like yeah. a couple times and, you know, my friend and I, I remember the very first time I ever like saw anything that was like inappropriate. My friend and I like put Titanic in because we heard there was a scene in Titanic. <laughs> and then the dad the next morning like is holding the Titanic movies do? and was like, what did you guys watch last night? And we were like, nothing. Like there's no way he would know. Nothing. But I think he, I think he heard us talking about it. Gosh. It was horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. I I do think that this is a lot of times parents want to give I don't think that they're that it's like you're seeing the true family or whatever. I think that it's they want to give their kids a wide berth to make those decisions themselves and kids at ages of 13 and 14 are just they're just universally making poor decisions. They're not fully formed in virtue yet. Um, and when there is a kid who is fully formed in virtue, who's present for those kinds of things, it just results in that kid being uncomfortable and wanting to go home. And then they feel alienated from their yep. friends because the friends are are just being spazzy and the parents just want to kind of be hands off. They go to bed. You don't know what's going on. They're not paying attention. And and that's when the, the kids get up to no good for um, I, I didn't really get into a lot of trouble as a kid because I was one of those kids who was very early formed in virtue and just wouldn't participate in things that I didn't think were good. But I know like my daughter um, had, she was not at the sleepover. She was at home with me and her friend had a sleepover with another friend from outside of school um, that goes to a different school. The, the other friend didn't know my daughter and they decided that they were going to start sending mean text messages. Um, and this is not something that her friend from school would have done normally, but it's behavior that's outside the norm because it's being encouraged by this other friend who doesn't yeah. care about my daughter. And they started calling her, you know, body shaming names, telling her that this boy that she had a crush on doesn't really like her, just all of these things and being extremely unkind using language that it would be that I know their parents are not okay with. Yeah. And, and it was, it was absurd and it was very much fed off of because they were in this environment where it's late, you're not sleeping, you shouldn't be making these decisions and it's it's not it's not great. So for me, I think sleepovers are not a, are, are good for little kids. They're great when you're seven. Yeah. They're not great. So how do you let me ask you this because I'm we're I'm pretty anti sleepover all ages and mm -hmm. um, agree with your reasoning, though, for why it's better for seven to 10 year olds. But then what about like how how can you in this day and age trust a parent like i i have a hard time even with some of my best friends who i love dearly like letting I, I, not that i've ever had a chance to say yes or no yet but like i would not i don't know in today's world with so many people you know like who are addicted to porn and sometimes weird kinds i just have a hard time like saying okay i'm gonna let my seven-year-old just go sleep where there's adults that are gonna be able to do whatever they want yeah. am i being like is that way to just coddling or like worrying like I because I think it's different I know a lot of parents are scared to like let their kid go outside or go to them like they like there are these videos that are trying to scare moms who are be careful hold your kids close at the grocery store because the, 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 so, and moment. it's like I yeah, know yeah. like usually someone who gets stolen is someone that no, the, is, is the family and same parent, usually yeah. someone who's abusing the kid is also someone in the family mm -hmm. or a close friend though yeah